This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. citizens welcome to the sewer of potitude i'm dave michaels i'm brian betts and we are the cape podcasters this is a show where we talk about turtles welcome to turtle talk turtle talk what's your favorite turtle my favorite turtle yeah, your favorite type it's of turtle still, oh my favorite type of turtle. Yeah. i thought you were talking about the ninja ones no we did that already oh okay my favorite type of turtle yeah i don't have one you should have one everyone should have one everyone should have favorite. yeah i just like turtles that's very fair i like so the, you the blandings turtle it looks like the shell from super mario oh okay. mario kart sure i like it I like it a lot so that's that segment that's of a, Turtle Talk. That's a real turtle. Uh, moving on. Oh, okay. Yeah, the we'll keep going. Maryland Terrapins football team is going to start the footballs this weekend against Howard. What do, you, what do you think their chances are? I have no idea. Think they're slow like turtles? Maybe. So that's been sports. That's been, that's sports. Uh, I heard there's a race coming up with a hare that's a, and, a, and a yep tortoise. That's your- Does that count? Your historical do, fiction? Do tortai count? Tortai? Yeah, sure. Why not? We're talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. The Secret of the Ooze. Shh, don't tell them the secret yet, Dave. It's from 1991. I don't know what the secret is. Oh, I'll tell you I have later. no clue. I'll tell you my plot synopsis. Oh, boy. You've seen this thing, right? Uh, yes. I had forgotten I'd seen it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I think you told me that you remembered almost all of this. It was weird. Going through, like, I haven't seen this thing in, who knows, 20 years, 15 yeah, years, something easy. nuts like that. Easy. And as it's going through, I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> like, it's all coming back. Yeah. I was, as I was watching it, I was like, I don't remember what happens next at all, but I know I've seen all of this. Sure. That's how sure. I felt. Everything was new again, but still, I was having, ah, uh, I, I had a word for it, and I already forgot it. Deja now? Deja new. I got awfully close. Yeah, you but... were pretty close. <laughs> you were off by a letter. <laughs> I like that term. Yeah. I like that a lot. Deja new. It's like, I've seen this before, but it's new to me again. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. It was weird how much came back. Yeah. It was weird. Though I feel like the weirdest thing that came back were like the one-liners that I didn't realize were popular amongst our generation because of this movie. Yeah, this movie definitely raised us, I would say. Not so much the yeah. first one, this one. This one, absolutely. For sure. I didn't think they could kid up this franchise any more than they did with the first movie. I know, right? And then they did. Somehow, they found a way. It's an extremely, well, it's a toyetic movie. That's really what it is. Yeah. Is, hey, we got to sell toys for this crap. Here's new characters everywhere. Right. Despite Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird not wanting it to be like the cartoon, they were like, make it more like the comic because we want to differentiate it. This is our intellectual property. We don't sure, want it to sure. be like the cartoon. We want it to be like what we wrote. Was it? Nope. Not even a little bit. <laughs> what is this thing about? I'll feed you, baby bird. Welcome to New York City. Thank you. It's a place where people eat pizza. Sure is. A lot of it. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> it, there's a opening montage of just folks eating pizza on the street. Everyone A lot of street pizza. pizza. Uh, so much street pizza. Let's see what you did there. We meet Kino, who is the worst. Not a game in Vegas. No. At the end of, of National Lampoon's Vegas vacation with Sid Caesar. Sure. At the end of that. Yeah. Uh, well, he can't call some girls, calls them fat, and then goes to deliver a pizza. 
like I said, the worst. Played by Ernie Reyes Jr. Returning. Returning. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah. He was Donatello in the suit in the first one. Yeah. He was doing the, the fighting stand-in. Yeah. Do, doing as opposed karate. to the as opposed to the standing stand-in. <laughs> the yeah. other actor in the suit. <laughs> the guy the guy who wasn't Casey Jones and probably couldn't beat up Brock Lesnar. Couldn't anymore. He definitely couldn't anymore. No, I mean Ernie Reyes Jr. Oh. couldn't beat up Brock Lesnar ever. No, never, never, ever. He's the size of nothing. He is he's, a he's little, a, little boy. Just a little guy. Yeah. Just a little guy. That's why they put him in the suit. Made sense. Should have kept him there. Yeah, I agree. Instead, he decides to fight some guys robbing some kind of shopping center. They're back to their old ways of just stealing some color TVs. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, isn't that like the plot of Fast and the Furious, sort of? Is it? <laughs> the first one where they steal the trucks for like DVD players or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, we've come a long way. <laughs> I feel like there should be larger stakes here. This is New York City, and they're worried about some some petty theft. Yeah, I remember like when I was a kid seeing the guys with the pantyhose masks and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's friggin' creepy looking. Yeah. Well, and here I was just like, all right, okay, all right. They're they're stealing casual some TVs. mall robbery as you do. Yeah. With a million of them until the pizza delivery guy tries to fight you exactly. and arrest you. You're all under arrest. <laughs> then the turtles show up, kick some butt, take the pizza, and bounce. Along with Splinter, they're staying with April so they can hide out from the Foot Clan and find a new place to live. But also, Shredder, not as dead as the turtles thought. No, he's actually alive, I think the word is. Totes alive. Oppo dead. Climbing out of the garbage, going to find his boys. Yeah, doing the hand reaching out of the garbage you gotta, thing. Gotta reach trope. your hand out. You know Let's... what? Drink. Because it comes up three more times. On the news, April is conveniently covering some kind of science company, TGRI, that's cleaning up a chemical leak from 15 years ago because plot. Sure. With not Bill Nye. No, no not Bill British Nye. British Bill Nye. It's Professor Jordan Perry, played by David Warner. Of course. Who else? I was just going to say who else. British Bill Nye. British Bill Nye. A secret Foot Clan guy is working for April and finds some giant dandelions and brings them to Shredder, and he sends Tatsu and the boys to fetch him some ooze. Who would have thought that giant dandelions would ever be a MacGuffin in any movie ever made? And here we are. Seems like something that you'd see in the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies way before a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Would make sense. Splinter reveals to the turtles in April that the ooze canisters that created them has a TGRI logo on it, too. So now they want to go talk to the science guy and get some answers about who they are and how they came to be, because it's that's pretty deep for a, a movie with vanilla ice in it. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Pump the brakes. <laughs> Existential crisis in a PG movie for kids? Who knew? Who knew? The foot gets Professor Jordan Perry just before he destroys the last of the ooze, and they kidnap him, obviously. Then the turtles show up later and find the place empty with no ooze. And then I guess the Foot Clan comes back to taunt the turtles that they got the last of the ooze and then they fight about it? Yes. Why? Uh, story. Reasons. Okay. Cool. Tatsu and the boys leave with ooze in the end. Great. Kino is going to get real creepy now and force himself into April's apartment with a pizza she never ordered. Yeah. Real weird. Don't like it. Real weird. But I guess it's okay because he was reeling for the turtles? No. Not okay. I told you this kid was the worst. He sucks. He's Something special. Awful. For whatever reason, the Turtles and Splinter tell the kid everything. Yeah. They do that often, though. It's just like, hey, new guy who just tried to be an E. Well, for, I mean, for what it's worth, the Turtles wear masks, and i they're not hiding an identity. They're giant talking turtles. That's true. I think it's just really to give them an identity. Also, they wear you, the masks orange their home. Yeah. They sure do. <laughs> just like, hey. So did Woody Harrelson in Defendor, though. That's fair. Somehow that movie keeps coming up, even I don't though like we it. want it to so go away. So uncomfortable. Kino volunteers to be a mole within the Foot Clan because they'll take anyone with martial arts experience, and Splinter forbids it because 
you know, creepy kid wants to sacrifice himself, and Splinter's like, nah. You would think that creepy Kevin Clash in the Splinter suit would really love a creepy kid. You would think. You would think match made and creeped him. Exactly. He'd be like, come and sit on my lap. <laughs> Can we put my hand inside you? Oh, wait. It's not Elmo. It's Splinter. Splinter. I always Don't do a Splinter. Too. It's racist. Don't it's, do it. It's so racist. Oh, my God. It's not even that. It's just a giant talking rat. It's a giant talking rat with a generic Asian accent. Yeah, it's it's not a good look. Has no. not aged well. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't. Shredder is forcing Perry to use the ooze to make some new mutants for him, so we end up with Bebop and Rocksteady. I mean, uh, Toka and Ra- Raza. Sure. <laughs> uh, they're babies, which makes Shredder real mad. Well, they're dumb babies. That's dumb why. babies. Not even smart babies. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, you couldn't even give me smart babies? Baby geniuses. And they... Not superheroes. No. Not. Um, Not. They might be. We'll have to do some research. We'll, we'll look into Put it. Put British Bill Nye on it. We'll look <laughs> With the foot still active, the turtles decide to immediately find a new place so they can keep April safe. But Raph isn't having any of it, and he bounces. The other guys find a hideout, and Raph and Kino team up because they're both insufferable. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> That's very, very fair. And they get Kino into the foot. Yay. Cool. They're caught immediately, and Raphael gets kidnapped, captured. Kino gets away to warn the others. This is thrilling. Isn't it? I'm thrilled. You sound thrilled. Go, Brian. Go, Brian. Go. Uh, I see what you did there. The turtles go to save Raph, find out Shredder's alive, get caught in a trap, get freed by Oliver Queen. I mean, Clint Barton. I mean, Splinter. Splinter. And uh, they, res- they rescue Raph, but get overpowered by Toka and Razar. So they find the professor and retreat. Back at their hideout, the professor reveals that the ooze was made by accident. That's it. That's the secret of the ooze. <laughs> there is no secret. It's kind of like the last child that you don't want. They made an oopsie daisy. Yeah, they. Whoops. They're all oopsie daisy. Whoops. <laughs> whoops. We we made some mutant some mutant juice, uh, and that's the secret of the use. I always think of American Dad with that. I just picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies. <laughs> I like that. I wasn't that familiar with that one. I like that a lot. Oh boy. Shredder unleashes the baby mutant muscly monsters. Baby mutant muscly monsters. It works. On a neighborhood, and they cause all sorts of destruction. I'm weirdly on board with that. Yeah. Like, my mind's going with it. You carry on. I want to flush this thing out of my head. You got it. The turtles are warned they'll unleash the... right, I flushed it out. There's oh. nothing there. Okay. There's well, nothing. It's a great song. We tried. The turtles are warned that they'll be unleashed on Central Park if they don't meet the Foot Clan at their hideout for a battle to the death. They're going to unleash them at Central Park at night? Yeah. As we learned in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, just a weird pigeon lady. That's it. Poor That's pig. the only thing in Central Park in New York at night. You cannot go there. It's very dangerous, apparently. Right. Clean up the streets. They're doing a mitzvah for New York. So Professor Perry creates an antidote for the mutagen in a day in a sewer with scraps. With scraps. <laughs> they put it in donuts and go to the fight. Num nums. Each of the bad guys eats one donut, but their whole plan kind of relied on them eating two donuts. <laughs> <laughs> But they find the weird ice cube inside the second donut and throw the turtles through a wall where they end up in a club where Vanilla Ice is performing. I right. told you we'd get there. Yeah, it's proper Vanilla Ice, too. <laughs> he's got, like, the flat top going there, and he's got, like, the suit. Isn't it the baggy pants? Like, he looks like, I'm in a Hollywood motion picture, yeah. baby. Yeah, he's, he's showing up to work. And doing one dance. Over and over. Well, yeah. It's so basic, I can describe it in an audio medium. Put your left hand out, bring it in. Put both hands up and then bring them down. Do the hokey pokey. Then put your right hand out and bring it in. <laughs> and now you're Nilla Rice. <laughs> That's it. 
That is the, That's the dance. The pumpkin spice <laughs> latte of dances. Right. And he sings a song written by Vanilla Ice and Earthquake. And Earthquake. And Earthquake. <laughs> you got to give Earthquake credit where credit's due. You have to. You have to. So there's more fighting, more shenanigans with fire extinguishers. The most unbelievable part of this movie is that Vanilla Ice straight up freestyled that rap about the turtles from the dome. Yeah. Live. From the flat top dome. Seamlessly. With music. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. He's a the binet. voice of our generation. <laughs> How sad is that? Yeah. We have a real shitty generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. Anyway, the donut and the fire extinguisher thing works. Regular old snapping turtle and a wolf. But the wolf has a collar. I think it's just a regular dog. And then they fight Shredder on a pier. And he eats the ooze, turns into a WWE superstar. And Big then... sexy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then he presumably dies when he brings the pier down on himself. It's Kevin Nash, baby. It is Kevin Nash, baby. I like it. The next morning, there's a press release. Professor Perry thanks the turtles for saving him. Splinter asks them if they were seen. And they're like, of course not. We're great ninjas. And then he shows them the picture on the front of the paper. And he says, they were practicing ninja. And that's go- why they're asking. He's like, you need to practice harder. Don't do the accent. It's racist. Can't do it. It's very racist. <laughs> I want to apologize to every Asian person out there. It's and probably going to happen more. Then he makes Future them do backflips. As punishment. While he chants, go ninja, go ninja, go. Yep. He made a funny. See, I did it again. Another funny. Another funny. He did. That's the, that's the movie. That's the whole movie. Uh, that's all of it. You just watched it with us, basically. It's an hour 28. Yeah. It could be an hour it, and be totally fine. This should be like a made-for-TV special, not so much a feature film. Yeah, but I think my childhood would have suffered if it was any shorter. Yeah, probably. I feel like this is like, this is a solid... Put on the turtle movie so the kid shuts up for 90 minutes. Yeah, not even. Hour 28. Right. Solid 88. Those last two minutes. (laughs) We almost had him. Little Timmy's going to freak the fuck out those last two minutes because the turtle movie's not playing anymore. Mom, it's the credits. Mom, mom, can you rewind it? Mom. (sighs) Yeah. What do you you think of this thing? I I love it. Because it's the turtles? Because it's the turtles. Because it, it strikes my nostalgia bone hard. Be very careful talking about that with Kevin Clash mentioned in this movie. Right, right. Be very right. careful. It strikes my nostalgic chord. Like, right. like a beautiful That's, note. Like a Vanilla Ice song. No, I said a beautiful just note. hits your ears and you just want to go. Go, Ninja. Sounds like Queen. Go, Ninja, go. All right. That's <laughs> what you did there, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? It's all right. It's all right? I, I still like love it because of the nostalgia factor. Yeah. I think it's good for, it's for not what for it me. is. <laughs> it's not for me anymore. Exactly. Which is weird to think. I don't know if it's for kids th- this day and age either. No, though. it's annoying, to tell you the truth. It is. It's so there's, frustrating there's to watch. There's some obnoxious characters in this, like Kino, like Raphael. Like all the turtles. The turtles here are, if they didn't have masks on, I wouldn't know who they are. Um, They're I'm, all the same. For some reason, the whole time I was watching this movie, Michelangelo reminded me of Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. The whole time. I don't know why. I'm just like, fine. that's Kevin Hart. That's not Michelangelo. That's Kevin Hart. Well, at the same time. April O'Neil. That ain't April O'Neil. No, she's she looks different from the last she movie. She looks very different because they changed the actress. They sure did. Judith Hogue is out. She out. And After one. One and done. Paige Turco's in. Yeah, it's, everyone's been talking about it ever since. What no, a dramatic Nobody twist. has shut up about it. At <laughs> <laughs> the same time, Corey Feldman's not in this thing either. Well, he was in rehab. Fair. <laughs> but at the same time, when I heard Donatello speak for the first time, I went, that's not fucking him. That's not him. That's funny. <laughs> right away. Because when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's better. <laughs> I don't know. None of these turtles had any personality anymore, except for Raph, who was just the annoying prick. Raph is always just the asshole one. Yeah. I mean, the other three, though, you could have switched the masks up all you wanted. It didn't matter. Honestly, Leo was hardly in the movie. Right. 
There was so very little of Leonardo in this movie. Donnie did computer things. Donnie did computer things. He did some sciencey stuff. Barely. He helped with the mutagen antidote sure. thing. That's it. That's it. That's all he did. He defended the scientist guy when he was on the news. So he was still he was still the nerd of the group. Barely. But it was like he was like kind of the nerd, Kevin Hart, the asshole, and the other guy who's there. And the one off screen. Yeah. Who shows up every once in a while to kiss Splinter's ass. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this movie's not for me anymore, and that kind of makes me sad. Yeah, it is a little upsetting. I still enjoyed the hell out of it. So I liked it. I liked it. I did not enjoy the hell out of it. Because after about an hour when they were in the junkyard doing that whole fight thing, I went, they're facing the big bads right now. Is this the end? And I said, no. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. No. Vanilla this Ice still has to happen. This can't be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it went on for another half hour. There were a lot of fight scenes that didn't have to exist in this movie. All of them. Especially the one All of them. in the lab where they come back to fight the turtles, even though they already have the thing they were at the lab to get. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, all the fight scenes in this thing, you have the mall at the beginning of it, mm -hmm. and you just have the turtles fighting while saying snarky things that are really funny. Oh, my God. My favorite part of this movie was in that scene. What happened? And it's when Donnie finds the clown, and he's like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he's yeah. doing like the lean like he's a yeah. clown. Yeah. I just love the way he says, Yeah. My it's favorite, fantastic. It's very good. My favorite part in that scene is when Michelangelo is playing with the sausages. Yep. That he grabs and he uses them as the nunchucks. Yep. In the UK, this thing wasn't going to get a PG rating. Right. Because of the sausage scene. That's amazing to me. They had to remove shots of the sausages from the film in order to get the PG rating. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just a sign of the UK and how uptight they are. <laughs> I guess so. Well, no, even in they have to change the name of it over there too to the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Right. Because ninjas are a bad influence. You're right. Times are times they're, they're changing quite a bit, times I'd say. Times have changed. Things are weird, you know? The 90s. When Vanilla Ice could be in a movie. When Vanilla Ice could be And we could be okay with yeah, it. Yeah, but now he's on TLC, flipping houses or whatever. Of course he is. He was born to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was born to he's do. He's born to flip a house in 30 minutes. Also, he wrote the ninja rap in 30 minutes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. He has, yeah, I wrote it in 30 minutes with a drum machine. Done. Not hard. There's six words in it. Yeah. Uh, go ninja. Go ninja. He talks about green. Go. At oh, yeah. one point. They're green and they're- Turtles. Turtles. Have you ever seen a turtle fight? Ninja. Go ninja. Go. <laughs> Something like that. And that's basically all. Bialz and Bub. Has the devil put aside- for... No? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, does that have a copyright on it? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, no, I added a Bialz and Bub. Bialz and Bub. That's no never going to get me. <laughs> right, right. Vanilla Ice, too clever for you. Beelzebub has a devil. A devil? Put aside for me. <laughs> oh, I added an extra the devil. Of so, course. Of so course. So it's cool. It clears. We're fine here. It's a totally original piece. Totally checks out. Speaking of Vanilla Ice, when he first arrived on set, Michelin Sisti, I think is the name of the, of the guy in the Michelangelo suit. He went to go greet Vanilla Ice, give him a big old hug. In a suit. In the suit. All dressed up as Michelangelo. Sure. On the way over, give him a hug. Welcome to the movie. Vanilla Ice's bodyguard stiff arms Michelangelo. <laughs> and then 18 different actors and stuntmen come to the defense. Of the turtle. Of the turtle. And beautiful. almost beat the shit out of <laughs> Vanilla Ice's bodyguards. But they, the thing got all broke up by the stunt coordinator, Pat E. Johnson. That's good. At least. So, Were these guys never on a set before? I don't know. They just. Answer was, they were. Because in 1991, same year this is released. Yeah. Later in the year, in October, because this was released in March, yep. Vanilla Ice had his starring vehicle come out. <laughs> cool as ice. Of course. Of course. 
I mean, who didn't see that one? Uh, lots of people, mostly because on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a score of 7%. 7? Seven. With 15 reviews. More than I thought. Audience score at a 4,500. It's got 44%. Oh. To give you a hint of what this thing's about, the leader of a motorcycle gang, Rapper, Rapper, they call him, mm. Vanilla Ice, mm. falls in love with a small town girl, Kristen Minter, and finds out that while her family is involved in the witness protection program, they're being pursued by corrupt cops. Oh. That's it. And Vanilla Ice saves the day. Yep. And according to IMDb, it says, it's a rap-oriented remake of The Wild One. Of course With heavy emphasis on the fact that Vanilla Ice has assumed the Marlon Brando role. Oh, boy. Brando and Ice just got mentioned in the same sentence. <laughs> wow. Wow. To give you an idea of how shitty this movie is, it is on Amazon. Okay. The, you can rent it from there for three bucks. Yeah. It only has four stars. Somehow, the riff tracks of it has three and a half stars. So the riff <laughs> tracks is somehow worse. Wow. <laughs> Some of the one-star reviews from Cool as Ice. From November 16, 2018, I only watched this on a dare. Awful, awful, awful movie. Yeah, that's, that checks out. That's I dare you to watch. Wow. My favorite part about these one-star reviews is they all reviewed the wrong movie. Really? From here on it. Really? Remember I mentioned the riff tracks? Yeah. Super pissed because the description stated that this was the actual movie, when it was actually <laughs> commentated and talked over the entire time. Wow. Really wish I can get my three bucks back. Not even watchable with that jackass running his mouth throughout the entire movie. That's amazing. <laughs> they wanted to watch this movie. Like, and they're all mad <laughs> that they got the riff tracks instead. How do you accidentally get the riff tracks? From March 10th, 2018. Wasn't even the real movie. Someone was talking the whole time. <laughs> Someone was talking the whole time. From April 12, 2015. I've seen a few movies from Amazon, but this movie is by far the most frustrating to deal with. It never loaded completely. It froze up every two minutes. <laughs> I like how they, they, they twisted it on us there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they zigged. They zigged. Yeah. I was expecting a zag. Yeah. But... Nope. Hard no. No. This movie's a piece of garbage, apparently. Apparently. Makes me real happy that That's, it exists in the world. You know what? At least Turtles 2 wasn't Vanilla Ice's worst movie. No, and the weirder part is that there's only 13% one-star reviews on it. There's 73% five-star. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. It's a very niche market, I'm sure. Uh, all Vanilla Ice fans, assuming yeah. they're all wearing Tommy Hilfiger and listening to New Kids on the Block at the same time. Also, Beverly Hills 90210. Right, right, right. As you do. As you do. What else existed in the early 90s? I don't even know. Things, stuff. People were drinking Pepsi Blue and Surge. Thrilling. What a time <laughs> to be alive. <laughs> that actually might have been later. I think it was later. <laughs> I think those are early 2000s. <laughs> should mention that Michael Pressman directed this thing. Michael Pressman. You know what he's known for? What? Fucking nothing. That's what Absolutely I figured. Nothing. He's a TV director. Turtles 2 is what he's known for. Yeah, he's done episodes of like In Treatment and Cashmere Mafia, Life yeah. on Mars. He's done a bunch of... Uh, Law and Order, SVU. Okay, I've heard of that one. True Crime, NCIS. All right. Yeah, he's a bad director. Yeah. Granted, you don't have to do much here. You just have to right. point the camera at that turtle. <laughs> Not the blue one. Got I mean, it. Don't point the camera at the blue <laughs> don't one. Don't point it at the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> the blue's showing up funny. Keep the blue one off screen. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Leo. He's supposed to be the leader. He's barely in the movie. Oops. I forgot he's the leader. I forgot everything about these turtles. Yeah. Like, personality-wise, except for that ref sucks. That ref sucks. That's it. He's cool, but rude. 
<laughs> oh, do you want to talk about Kino? Do we have to talk about Kino? We could talk about Kino for a little bit. I don't want to talk about him too much because I hate him. He's the worst. He's awful. He's like that child actor who's very happy to be on screen and he lets you know that he's very happy to right. be on he's screen. Right. He's like, guys, I'm just happy to be here. Super stoked to not be in the Donnie suit this time. Yeah. And he says just absolute fucking nonsense. Did you know that I also study martial arts? No, kid. I don't give a shit, kid. I was coming over here to pummel you. You were holding a pizza. <laughs> no, I didn't know you studied martial arts. You tried to. You said I was under arrest. Yeah. You're a kid holding a pizza. Yeah, there's a lot of burglars in that mall scene. Why are there so many? I, I think they're all the Foot Clan. You think so? Yeah, because they're. They're not all footed up. They're wearing pantyhose. They're not. They're wearing hands. pantyhose because I think they're trying to be incognitus. So the regular old foot masks aren't doing it? Well, no, they're trying to make it seem like the foot is gone. They're There's regular ah. old criminals. They get beat up real easily. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They are not good fighters for the amount of tests they have to go through to get in. Right. Well, even in the next scene when they're all at the the Foot Clan place and Tatsu's throwing a fit because he always is. He's got uh, anger issues. They say, is this all? Oh, the other guys must have got caught. So I am assuming that it means the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think that all of them have to go through that test? No. It's for show. They were going to let that kid in even if he rang every single bell. He has to take the bells off the mannequin that's Without wearing the suit. I remember that yeah. way too well, that visual of it for some reason. Yeah, it was just the little bells hanging there. Yeah. Without making a sound. And then he does it. Is this enough? He doesn't do it. No, Raph does it. Raph does it's it. It's so fucking dumb. Because it's convenient that they, they're going to use a smoke bomb. You uh, have to do it without being able to see. That means you can't see when the turtle comes over here and does it. Well, I mean, cool as hell. What? Kino died at some point in this movie. <laughs> I mean, doesn't he kind of? <laughs> He doesn't show up after he, he tells the, the turtles that Raph is like, captured. It would have been awesome if he goes to Roy's Pizza one day, and this is going to be a post-credit that I'm doing fucking mid-episode. Yeah, let's do I it. Because I just want to murk, you <laughs> know, just want to so badly. And I want it to be like during the Go Ninja Go Ninja Go thing, but it's like a separate montage. Sure. And it's like a lot like a Sweeney Todd type ending. He just gets thrown in the pizza oven. And Naturally. He's, and he's all dead now. Yeah. So what did I tell you, kid, about Yep. Hmm, and then you see are... Roy, the pizza maker, go, Mwah. proper chef kiss. Right. Proper chef kiss. And he's like, no, I got to hire this. This Tobes Magobes guy. <laughs> Asif Mamvi, do you want a pizza place? <laughs> and that is your post-credit, mid-credit. We did it. Mid-movie. <laughs> Mid-episode post-credit scene. You're welcome. We'll do another one later. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> we will. We will. Every episode, we do post-credits. Every, Every single episode. One. Can't state that enough. <laughs> what do you think of this April O'Neil? I Paige liked Turco. her. I liked her. I like her better than the first I one. I do like her better. And from what I hear, people on set liked her better because she didn't bitch the whole time. <laughs> Which is the whole reason she wasn't asked back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's fine. Yeah. Her boss gives her guff, played by the director. Played by, yeah. Of course. Michael Pressman. About, hey, you can't run that story. And she's like, I'm fucking April O'Neil. Everyone here is a bullpen. I have an office with my name on it. Names on the office, bud. Legitimately, everybody knows who I am in this city. Yeah. Even the kid ordering or delivering pizzas. Right. Who sucks. Who Breaks into her apartment, more or less. And he's like, oh, April O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know you didn't order pizza, but you order so many, I figured you want this one anyway. And you want to know what? That's the start to a weird porn that I actually don't want to see. Yeah. He's like, I'm coming in, by the way. I'm a martial artist. You're a reporter. Here's a pizza. Creep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was that another splinter impression? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do splinter impressions, kids. They're racist. <laughs> They're so <laughs> they racist. really are. <laughs> Can't expect anything less from Kevin Clash. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, his Elmo isn't racist. His Elmo might not be racist, but I mean, that thing's just going around trying to hug children the whole time. Mm. Real suspicious. It is real suspicious. He's yeah. doing hand stuff with kids. Right. I yeah, don't like, like it. I, I don't like it at all. 
Oh, please tickle Elmo. <laughs> Speaking of hand stuff. Yeah. This movie's dedicated to Jim Henson. It is. It's a it was it's the a first one after proper past. dedication there. Uh and April O'Neill's apartment, the in the entrance on the street level is actually the Jim Henson yeah, the old creature one. shop. Yeah. New York headquarters. Very which cool. Is pretty neat. It is. It's good little winks to little dings. To the here puppet and man there. himself. Yeah. So he had died a few months before. The because... puppet master. Yeah. Um, you ever hear the story of his death? I mentioned it in the Turtles episode. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he got sick, he had strep in mm-hmm. his throat and said, I'm too busy. I got things going on. Toxic shock syndrome. And then it went down into his lungs and then he's like I think I'm dying. Yeah. Legitimately think I'm dying. I'm going to go to the hospital now. Now I'm going to b- choose to believe in medicine. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. And yeah. Then, and then like, oh, you know what? <laughs> now that it really feels like I might die, I should, I should get go. this looked at. And whoops, didn't make it quite in time. Speaking of turtles, he's a Maryland Terrapin. Oh. I only know that because my brother is a Maryland Terrapin. And How about he that? reminds people all the time of famous Maryland hey, Terrapins. Hey, Jim Henson was one of us, man. There were a lot of changes made to the story. You think? A ton. What do you got? Let's start with Bebop and Rocksteady. Not in. Not in this thing. They wanted to use them. Yeah. But uh, the creators, Eastman and Laird, were like, no, you can't use Bebop and Rocksteady. We created them for toys. Their origin story was written for the TV show. We don't want this to be like the TV show. You can't use them. So instead, they just made up two new guys who are almost exactly the same. Pretty much. It's interesting the way that... Eastman and Laird thought this out about how they wanted to keep their properties kind of separate yeah. in order to expand the entire franchise. Sure. Around the same time, Marvel's kind of trying to do the same thing where they're trying to get all these different projects off the ground and nothing's working. Yeah. Well, around this time, Marvel's also selling everything they have. Uh, they started selling everything they had, <laughs> but they also started buying stuff because the Fantastic Four movie was getting made right. with that right. And they ended up buying every single print that's ever made of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting how. That's kind of the mentality that's going on here is yeah, don't keep them separated. Yeah, they're, they're almost like, hey, let's keep the TV show for the kids and make this movie a little more adult. And the producers are like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, we're going to lean into this because it's going to end soon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is that this movie costs $25 million to make. Right. Opening weekend, it does 20 mil. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. almost made its nut back. It's amazing. It did awesome. Ends up grossing, at least in the US, $78 million. This thing's a hit. Yeah. Oh, certifiable. That's, that's a, ridiculous. That's a hit for sure. They made their money back three times. So whose plan do you think works then? Because do you think that the filmmaker's plan works of getting their money now? Or do you think they should have gone the Eastman Laird route and keep this thing going? Mm, that's tough to say. It's tough to say because you have two properties working at the same time because the TV show is still on. Right. I don't know that the movies were set up for that kind of longevity. Which is weird to say because this movie came out less than a year after the first one. Which means not hard to make. Right. Really, really not hard to make. Real easy to make. It came out a week before, or like eight days, yeah, something like that, before the year anniversary of the first movie. So these movies are Irish twins of each other. They (laughs) fast-tracked it immediately. And these guys, they were like, don't put the shredder in it. We don't want Bebop and Rocksteady. Don't go anywhere near. It'd be a lot like OG Spider-Man with Toes McGobes, and you had the Goblin. And then he went all dead, and then you're like, bring him back. Yeah, bring back the goblin. Bring him back. Let's do the goblin again. Also, well, they kind of did that. Didn't they they kind of did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, they didn't even want to show Shredder again. Actually, what they wanted to do was show his helmet and kind of hint that he could be back for the third one. Like a Vader's helmet. Yeah. They were like- Force oh, Awakens style. Maybe he's still here. Maybe. 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 But then the producers were like, no, bring him back. We want this to be just like the TV show. 
So there's just a huge miscommunication happening here. Kind of like a Sony Marble type thing. Oh boy, is it is it time? I poke the bear. Is it time? I figure I had to poke the bear. I mean, yeah, poke it. What are your thoughts on it? That's the major news. It's huge news. Huge news. Yeah. Holland's out of the MCU. Spider-Man's still in the suit, though. Spider-Man's gone. He's still in the suit. You know what I think? My opinion? It's two companies who both want to make some money, just can't reach an agreement. And you know what? That's what happens. But who's right? Business is... They're both right. They're neither is right. It doesn't matter. They're companies. (laughs) They're corporations. I don't have to choose a side here, and I refuse to. I believe that... But I will fight you on whatever you say. Disney Marvel feels like scorned by this, because... I don't think they do. Sony bought the rights for Spider-Man 1999 for 10 mil. Oh, of course. That's it. It was almost damn near nothing. That hurts. Hurts who? Them, obviously. But you're Marvel. You made it sound like it hurt you. Like, physically there. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't care what they bought, what they paid for Spider-Man. Okay. They've more than made their money back on it. Oh, a bunch of times over. I think that they're going to be just fine, too. The next Spider-Man movie is probably going to be pretty damn good. Probably. They hired the same writers. Yep. So there's no reason for it not to be. And people are going to be curious as fuck, and they're going to go see it. It's going to make its money. It's going to make its money, and then some again. This thing's going to be a huge hit again. Yeah. Everyone loves Tom Holland. Yeah, everyone loves Tom. Yeah, they have Tom still. There's no reason for them to submit to whatever Disney wants. Right. Right. And you know what they're probably going to do? Put out a movie, and then try to renegotiate again. Yep. And that's just fine. Spider-Man's not going to be gone for forever. Let's relax. Exactly. Exactly. It's fine. Also, Disney... Get off your high fucking horse. It's Sony's property. You don't need to try to dive right. in You there. don't have to yeah, own I took everything. Aside. I took a side. I know you did. I think Sony's right in this situation. I mean, I don't think anybody's wrong. Like, Sony absolutely has the right to say no to Marvel. Right. That's what a negotiation Someone is. Someone has to, though. Someone has to. Yeah, but even Disney could have gone in and said, we want 100%. It doesn't matter. As long as Sony has the option to say no, there's no wrong True. on Disney's point. It's You're a negotiation. Right. So, like... I understand them wanting more than 5% when their creative team is the one making the movie. Even though they still have the same writers on this thing now. Well, you, yeah, really, I mean, you really just lose one person's vision of, how can we tie this in? Right. Right. The, the guy who's crafted 23 right. movies. And Disney was the one who said they don't want him working on it because it's not even their property. They want him to focus on the new announcements because there's so fucking much now. There's a lot going on, especially with TV shows. We talked about a lot of the stuff that came out San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. D23 happened at this point a week ago. A week whatever ago it was. Or so, yeah. Yeah. Just over a week ago. And they announced three new TV shows. Right. I'm going to have to restrain Brian for this one. Moon Knight? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. That's a very cool one to do. I'm very happy about that. You also have She-Hulk. Which is awesome. Should be interesting to see how they pull that one off. I'm curious if they're going to have her breaking the th- fourth wall. Would be fun. Would be. Something she does. Right. And you also got Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel, who... Which I am very excited super for. Super stoked She's a about. cool character. Yeah. And she's a relatively new character, so it's interesting that they're they're this quick to get to her. Yeah. It's also Jersey's own. Jersey's own. We got one. Oh. We did it. Oh, Jersey has... <laughs> finally, New Jersey gets some representation in film. We finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's about time. Hear that Scorsese? We can do it without you. Marvel has <laughs> a, a superhero from New Haven. It's the Jack of Hearts. Very neat. Ever heard of him? Nope. Exactly. Old Jack. Jack O'Hart. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, I mean, he's not off the table. I mean, Black Knight is going to be in the Eternals. Sure. Kid Harrington. I can't wait. Uh, you you know announce. nothing, Black Knight. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Nobody's made that joke yet. <laughs> Besides everybody? Is yeah, that the answer? Most of the everybody has. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I'm pretty excited about Phase 4. 
and what what's coming, all the new stuff. Yeah, it's, it's there's so much. It's fun knowing that Marvel is in completely uncharted water at this point because yeah. they almost have nothing to fall back on. Right. Yes, they announced Black Panther two, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain Marvel two is going to come out eventually. Yeah, Guardians three we know is on the it's way. It's on the way. Thor is on the way. Thor, but 4. you have so many new things that are going to be the foundation of what's to come. Yeah, with everything this larger story, it's nice knowing that they're going in without a net right now. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool that they're trying to start anew almost. Right, and how do you think fans are going to take that? Because uh, fans that's... don't like new things, especially yeah. if they have a different color skin or are female. Correct. <laughs> a certain type it's, of fan. That's extremely obviously. correct. Oh boy. Yeah. It looks like they might be leaning into uh, the Ultimates. It could happen. Is, which is a fun little team. Because yeah. the rumor is, we already know they've announced that Monica Rambo is showing up in right. uh, new Captain Marvel. Right. Already. Well. They're probably going to start her off as Photon or whatever her other name is. Sure, sure. Um, but she's going to be in WandaVision. There's also a rumor that Blue Marvel could show up. All right. Which means- I prefer Blue Beetle. You're only- But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're only one member short of the Ultimates, and that's uh, America. What's her last name? Chavez? Chavez. I always yeah. want to say Ferrara, but that's that's an actress lady. That's a different person entirely. Yep. That's um, an ugly Betty. Yeah. But America Chavez is uh, rumored to also be getting a Disney Plus show uh, as of last week. So they could very well be setting up the Ultimates. Did you see that new poster for WandaVision this week? Yes. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Where you have like that kind of 50s look of Vision very Dick and Van Dyke. Wanda sitting on the couch and stuff like that. And the yeah. shadows have their characters in the background. Yeah. And did you see the, it's got the, the headpiece for yep. Scarlet Witch. Yep. And uh, I like that a lot of the posters kind of in black and white. Their colors only like coming off the TV and onto them. It's right. Very cool. It's very neat. Very cool. Elizabeth Olsen has said that this will be the MCU's, or the just Marvel in general, their first sitcom. How do you feel about that? That's weird. That's fun. But they also have said this show is going to be unlike anything you've ever seen it's before. It's going to be completely bonkers from what I've heard. Very, very exciting. Super exciting. So much going on. A lot going on. I can't wait for any of it. First up, Black Widow. Yeah, with the Taskmaster. With the Taskmaster, yes. which, there you go. See, I had, yes. I had my Moon Knight moment, you get your Taskmaster moment. Yeah, it's very exciting. Pretty great. You want to give this turtle thing a super soft score? I mean, I suppose we could do that. We do have to talk about it again at some point. Setting. New York-ish? New York-ish. There's sewers, there's construction sites next to nightclubs. We see the city in the <laughs> background at some points, because, I mean, you have the Manhattan yeah. Bridge at yeah. one point, too. There's a lot of people eating pizza. A lot of pizza. It's very New York. I'll go point two five <laughs> it's barely new york especially since this thing was mostly filmed in north carolina yeah so you know a lot of it i'll, I'll go point two five point two five i think it's fair fine style and tone Boo. <laughs> i mean it's the 90s is that a style or <laughs> tone, tone. <laughs> i think it's a tone to be fair is, i mean is the 90s a tone if it took it's it's not a period piece it just happened in the 90s that they filmed it. right Right. That's just a sign of the times. 0.25? Yeah, 0.25, I think. There's is... not a whole lot going on here. It's a kid's movie. You got to give it a little bit of, of credit sure. for being, I mean, the, the tone is young. You're right. There's Kevin Clash moving loves colors. the tone of this thing. Moving colors and... Turtles. Turtles. Talking turtles. Talking turtles. Who, baby? Yeah. 0.25? I think it's safe. <laughs> I think it's fair and safe. The heroes. They don't even save the day. Again. Nope. Nope, because Super Shredder, Kevin Nash. He uh 
He does himself in. Yeah, he gets all big and he starts breaking this pier. Yeah. And realistically, the day gets saved because turtles remember that they can swim. Right. Oh, wait, we're turtles. <laughs> Let's go dive in this water away from this pier. Yeah. Safe. Kevin Nash, by the way. Yeah. That cape he was wearing, double-lined latex, weighed 105 pounds. He can handle it. He had to be brought to set in the back of a pickup truck and dropped off because he couldn't walk too far with Holy the cape shit. on. Yeah, they wouldn't put the That's helmet on wild. him until he got there and everything. It's it was... a big, sexy cape. He looks so damn cool. Yeah. It's so, it's so spiky. Awesome. It's so spiky. And shiny. And I like how he takes the, the muted the ooze and he just gets bigger. That's it. And spikier. Yeah. Like somehow his his costume, his oozed costume up. got oozed. <laughs> I guess when he first showed up, his first day on set was a Saturday. And they were just doing the hand coming out scene because they did it again. Drink. Way ahead of you. They filmed that for six hours. Why? Of him just reaching his hand out of the rubble. Why? He said, he's like, I don't know if they were just fucking with me or if they wanted to see how long I would do it or if they were just looking for overtime, but. On a Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. So he was like. Get a six day in there? Good for them. He's like, Good I for that union. <laughs> he said, I'm walking over looking at the takes and they all look eerily similar. Maybe they just wanted to get some overtime. I don't know what it was, but it was at my cost. What cost? You just had to put your hand up. Yeah. You were right? probably not even in the full suit. No, there's no way he was in the full suit for that scene. He was probably wearing something on his forearm and that's it. And just reaching through rubble for six hours. That would suck. Why? You're getting paid. Well, he's probably getting paid as a day player at that point. It yeah, would suck. That would suck, that would suck so suck. much. It's not like Scatman Crothers and The Shining where he had to do like 90-something shots of him getting stabbed in the chest with an axe. Yeah, that would Kubrick suck. was insane. Yeah, Maybe that's... Kubrick stepped in for the scene. Maybe, yeah. We got the one Kubrick scene here. It's just Kevin Nash reaching through rubble for six yep. hours. Get me Stanley Kubrick. He had a Super Shredder action figure before he ever had a an action figure from the WWF. WWE? Did he debut there? Or did he debut in WCW? No, oh, he did de- debut in WCW. Because he was Wolfpack, but that was kind of mid-90s, wasn't it? Yeah. Mid to late during the wars? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, he said, I had a Super Shredder action figure before I ever had a wrestling action figure. And people say to me, I bet you've never seen one of these before. And he says, I have a box of them. I've seen them. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't get any royalties either for the action figure because it wasn't his likeness. Well, I mean, it was just a big boy. Yeah, it's just a giant shredder. A general big boy. I kind of want that action figure. It's pretty sweet. It's got to be out there still. It has to be, but I'm not one of those rich kids. No. No, no, no. So anyway, heroes. Zero. They didn't save shit in this one. <laughs> they they didn't do a whole lot of anything. In fact, they didn't stop the Foot Clan from getting the ooze and making new mutants. And Sure. I mean, they might have stopped the new mutants. Speaking of new mutants, apparently they recut it and it's testing very well. Well, we'll see. We'll see. TBD. We'll never see it. <laughs> Villains. Zero. Also, they didn't do anything in this. They made mutants. Mutants went back to a puppy and a turtle. Back to a puppy and a turtle. Uh, they they stole some TVs. Oh, but they didn't. So, but they no, didn't. They also, didn't bad guy killed himself. Right. Probably. Probably. Then again, didn't see it. Probably. Still I'm gonna alive. go zero. It's definitely we zero. Probably rightfully could go negative, but still, we probably shouldn't. Nah. Female characters. I like April. It's just April. She's she's the only one. And April. She is April O'Neil. She reports on stuff. She does. The one thing that annoys me about April is that she will do a television interview with British Bill Nye, and yep. then she'll do a television interview with the chief police yep. man. Yep. And after the interview's done and they cut, she goes, she's, let, me ask you, I, let me ask a couple questions off the record. It's like, what do you fuck? What's the point? Right. 
What's the point of you asking them after? You ask more questions after the camera stops rolling than when it's on. Right. You're, you're not going to get your gotcha moment, April. Nope. Not going to get it. Um, but I think it was more for her own curiosities because she knows the turtles and she thinks this might be connected somehow. Pass it back to them? Yeah. Mm, she's, Maybe. she's doing some reconnaissance. I'll go 0.25 also. 0.25 is movie. generous. Let's do it. She literally says bye to them and sends them to the sewers so they can find a new home. Yep. And she almost like skips in a puddle after because she's so happy they're not coming back home with her. <laughs> when they jump into that sewer, the scene with Mikey doing the Bogart impression, I fucking lost it. I did too. Because what it's worth. <laughs> that's something that when I was a kid, no understanding what's happening None. whatsoever. None now, at all. that was my favorite part. And it went on like the perfect amount of oh time. Oh my God. And he got it so wrong. Yep. Is the best part. Yeah. But it was still brilliant. He tried. He and leaned in. He, he did lean in. He kind of nailed it. The voice. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> it was a voice. It was the voice. It was a voice. It was a voice. Yep. Yeah. Either way, 0.25. 0.25. Story and motivation. It's a pretty good story. It's not a bad story. I mean, there's a point I mean, to it. The conflict is a little manufactured, but... Yeah, but, I mean, the story is pretty good. Of, yeah. But, I mean, we never get answered, what's the secret of the ooze? Oh, I, I know what it is. Do you I, really? I know what the secret is. What do you got? This is one of those things that got changed. Oh, of course Because of the producers. And the original story, the way it was written, this, the ooze was made by stranded aliens called Utrams. Oh, God, I'm out. I quit. I quit. Why? This is do not... Already! That's insane! This is... This is literally book two of the comics. I never read the comics. Yeah, neither did I, but I know that it happened in book two. Okay. <laughs> um, so the TC or the TGRI, Techno Global Research Industries in the comics. TGIF. TCRI, which is Techno Cosmic Research Institute. Whoa. And it's secretly run by these little alien guys. Krang is one of the Utrons. From the cartoon, I remember that one. From the cartoon. He's yeah. the little pink guy in the belly of the robot. Yeah. Well, at the end of this movie, there was supposed to be a twist that Professor Jordan Perry was a robot being controlled by one of these Utrams. That would be cool. It would. And it would give you an actual secret to the ooze. Yeah. It's Romalians. And this one, the secret of the ooze is, what is it? It's an accident. We don't know. We fucked up. <laughs> so there was an actual secret to the ooze at one point, And then they're like, actually, the, the writers of the comic were like, no, we don't like Krang. So we don't want people to think that's Krang. So don't put it in there. You know, good for them. They got control over their own thing. Well, the thing is- To a point. They wanted it to be that backstory, but they didn't want it to look like Krang. So what do you actually want? So what do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring that notebook thing back every week. Oh, boy. I'm not. I'm no. Not. I still never seen it. That's the rain scene, right? That's not the rain scene. <laughs> I mistakenly said yes last time, but it's not. <laughs> it's the rain scene. It's always the rain scene. Story and motivation. Ah, uh, point five. I think point five is pretty because uh, I kind of like it. Yeah, but I mean, I still we don't know. We don't know what the secret of the ooze actually is. Right, it's a mistake. Right, it's a it's a whoopsie. Yeah, and that's a cop out. It's an oopsie loop. Sure is. The motivation though, whose? I know I ask that all the time, but whose motivation? The the toitles. The toitles. The toitles. They're are... trying to get a single canister of ooze to do what? It's, I don't even think it's so much the ooze as they want to talk to the professor and find out what the ooze is. But once they find out that the foot has the ooze, the whole thing changes. They need to get it from the foot. And then it's they have to get Raph back because Raph's a jackass and ran off as an, on his own. Sure. That's, so whose motivation exactly? Everybody but Raph. <laughs> uh, you want me to go 0.75 for it? I will, but I think it's 0.5. I think it's 0.5. I think you're right. Music. One. Vanilla Ice. Ooh. This song is iconic as fuck. It's... We knew it 
in a second. My wife walked in before we started recording this thing, and I said, she asked what we're doing. I said, Teenage Mutant Turtles 2. And she said, oh, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. It's like everybody knows the Ninja rap. Yeah. Every single person. Only that part of it, though. That's fine. That's That's, something, It's two words. Yeah, but that's fine. And he probably stole it from Queen. Without a doubt he did. (laughs) And uh, composer John Duprez came back from the first one and still did nothing. Still did nothing. I feel icky giving it a one based on just that vanilla ice. Vanilla ice? That's cold as ice, man. That's a You're not willing to sacrifice. That's totally different. That's not vanilla ice at all. No, it's queen. It's not not queen. queen. (laughs) I'll give it a 0.75 and feel icky about it. You should, because I was going to go to 0.5 in all seriousness. 0.5 is fine with me. Brian wants 0.75 for this one. No, you win. You win. Picks his battles. (laughs) 0.5. I'll let you have this one. Impact on the genre. I don't even know if we should talk about impact in the genre as much as impact on us. Impact on my life. Because it's up there, it's, if that's the case. It's huge. Since seeing this movie in 1991, assuming you saw it, whenever you sure, saw sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. Have you ever picked up a yo-yo and not said, walk the dog? Now around the world. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely, you know, I want to go one. I think I want to go one. I want to go one. This one feels care, good. I don't care what it did for superhero movies. Don't give it I know what it did. For me. Yeah, it's a one. My soul. Definitely a one. It's a one. Now, they're brothers. So we do go parents or do we go teamwork? Because they're a team of brothers. Gotta go teamwork. All right, we'll go teamwork. Zero. Zero. <laughs> don't fucking do anything. Especially because <laughs> one of them fucks off and, and hangs out and with arguably, a shitty kid. Arguably does the most for the movie. He MacGuffins himself. Right. He's like, Which is interesting strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to take off and give you something to do later. Right, with the pizza boy. <laughs> with the... Weird start to a porno. Yeah. A turtle and a pizza boy. The turtle runs <laughs> off with a pizza boy to try to infiltrate a gang of ninjas. Yep. Kevin Clash loves it. Yeah. Loves watching boys try to infiltrate anything. So zero? I think so. so zero. <laughs> One-liners. What do you want to give this thing? Uh, it's... God, it's all the same shit from last time. It's it is, but it isn't. It sort of is. I have a question. Yeah. Get it, got it, good. Did that come from this, or is this just something that they said? I have no idea. Because they huddle up in that scene where they're fighting the foot, and they they go over a plan to get it, got it, good. If that comes from this movie, it's huge. It's massive. That's a big thing. But I don't know if it did. Let's pretend it did to give this movie something. Okay. And only give it half of what it should get because half of what we it should have get. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. That's Donnie and the Clown. I'll go 0.5, because <laughs> Donnie and the Clown. 0.5, because of, of <laughs> Donnie and the Clown. It, yeah. But not like, well, the lives of two people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world, Elsa. <laughs> That's why you got to get in that plane. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> it's a movie. It's That's a for movie. sure. This is yeah. a movie. You know what I think about this movie? Acapella. <sighs> <laughs> Perestroika? Okay, I got it. Frere Jaca. Yep. That's, those are all lines yeah, in this movie. <laughs> let's go 0.75 on one-liners. That's what you said, right? Uh, sure, Brian. Sure. <laughs> hey, I gave you the 0.5. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You're not wrong there. I wanted to go 0.75 on music. I did. I never wanted to. That's going to give this movie a total score of three and a half. Yeah, that's right. That's nailed, perfect. We nailed it. That's we completely perfect. nailed it on that one. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Our childhood was weird. Uh, extremely. Welcome yep. to the 90s. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what's appropriate about a three and a half score on the super stuff? What? Got 35% of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. So on the top 72 super, oh. not even fucking close. Not even on it. We crushed it then. Yeah, we nailed it. Completely nailed it. That's Strike amazing. again. Look at us. It's got a 67% for audience score. 
which oh. is neat. That is neat. That's a passing grade. One note's not. Barely. One star from Roger Ebert. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He said. Rebus McGeebus. His review, it's not any better. His <laughs> review came out the day this thing was released. He said, I bent over backwards to be fair to the first movie about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Was he? It was, I wrote, probably the best possible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> now we have the sequel, subtitled The Secret of the U's. I may not get what I want, but I get what I deserve. <laughs> Once wow. again, here we are, the four superhero turtles, the friends Kino and April, their enemy the Shredder, his buddies the Foot Gang, and the maddening turtle theme music. Which sounds like a berserk merry-go-round. There's also a mad scientist necessary to explain additional details about how the turtles got that way. Yep. That's the movie. That's pretty much it. In that sandwich, he also says, I like the older superheroes better. The ones that stood out from the crowd had their own opinions, were not afraid of ridicule, and symbolized a future of truth and justice. Who do you think he's talking about there? It sounds like Spider-Man? It could be because he says, Spider-Man and Superman represented democratic (laughs) values. Today's kids are learning from the turtles that the world is a sinkhole of radioactive waste. It kind of is. That it's more reassuring to huddle together in sewers than take your chances competing at street level. And that individuality is dangerous. Cowabunga. Ebert made it funny. (laughs) Ebert made it funny. Uh, I don't think he likes this movie. Yeah. Well, uh, one star? What what told you that he doesn't like the movie? Uh, The one star. Yeah. Speaking of. Yeah. Oh. There's not a lot of one-star reviews on this movie because no one left anything. Really? It's no interesting. One. Yeah. Um, they don't even bother calling it The Secret of the Use on Amazon.com. Oh, wow. It's just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. With a funny picture of Donatello. Yep. Did you watch it on, on that? Yeah. Why? You had DVD. My DVD didn't work. That's I almost left an one Amazon star. one-star That's review one star. about it. You should know. And it wasn't even the thing that they gave me that worked didn't work. It's true. But I still could have. There's only 91 reviews for this movie. Wow. That's that's. Buckwild. That's that's nothing. Two of them are one star, that's which is it? a significant chunk. Yeah, and one of them says, "Sucks. Can't see it in Samsung phone. They should let you know before paying for it." And the other one just says, "Blah." Blah. So instead, <laughs> I found the four pack of DVDs that has one, two, three, four. Oh, boom. Four. The TMNT. Oh, okay. From was it two thousand seven? Something I was like gonna that. Say something around there. Somewhere around there. But they put that out. And that actually had reviews. Still not many. So I don't know how popular Turtles actually are anymore. Hmm. Let me read you a few of those one-star reviews. Sure. There's a bunch for the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because we did that. Be. Yeah. With Sean from Nerdy Thursday. That's right. Back in the day. Back in the day. From December 17th, 2014. Christmas gift. Yep. That's it. That's the review. Christmas gift. One star. Not a Hanukkah gift. Christmas gift. One star. One star. Christmas gift. Don't like it. They should have put no Grinches like me. Now. Christmas gift. Is that the recipient or the giver? I'm not sure. It's December 17th. So it's, so it's still the giver. Be- it's pro- probably. Do you think they're just like, fuck me. I got to buy a Turtles movie. This is going to be on my history now? Yeah. They're like, don't judge me. One star. Bought it as a Christmas gift <laughs> for somebody <laughs> This else. isn't mine. This isn't mine. Trust me, I it's, would not give this five stars. It's like stars. a Swedish-made penis enlarger. Right. I swear it's not mine. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, and me, this sort of thing is my bag, <laughs> baby, by Austin Powers. Christmas gift one star. Yeah, of course. From December 19th, 2012. Not at all what the picture is. 
I thought this was the Blu-ray version, since in the picture, it shows the Blu-ray. It doesn't. <laughs> Just say it. It says DVD all over this fucking thing. That's amazing. I also thought it was the 25th anniversary movie as well. But nope, completely wrong. My kids and I were super disappointed. Well, why would you tell your kids about it before it showed up? I mean, you could still watch it. Yeah. Presumably, because right. Blu-ray plays DVD. Sure does. You still get the film. Unless you have Also, a this is the 25th the anniversary. Motherfucker, my day's ruined. What year was it? 2012. So it wasn't in the 25th. No. Nope. It could be for any one of these movies, because it's the four-pack. The yeah, rest but, of the review. But, but yep. 2012 was only 22 years after the first movie. Right. So who knows what they're talking about? Okay. <laughs> the rest of the review is, the original Turtles movies are awesome. I recommend them for everyone. Okay. My kids, nine, six, and four, love them and watch them once a day. Oh, wow. Cowabunga. One star. <laughs> what? <laughs> These movies are great. I recommend them. This isn't the 25th anniversary of this movie. First of all, that's fucking bullshit. Every year should be the 25th anniversary of this movie. Right. The DVD copy I have of The Jerk celebrated the 26th year, which is appropriate for that movie. That is very appropriate. I don't know what the hell they're going after here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I recommend this movie to everyone. One star. Also one star. My kids watch it every day. One star. One star. From July 11, 2013, don't care for it. I'm not a big fan of the Ninja Turtles and never have been, but it wasn't for me. It was for my mother. She seems to be happy with it. One star for my mother's happiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom really likes the turtles, so. My mom's pretty big into these turtle things. Bought her this four pack and uh, one star yeah, because I'm, I don't like it. No, I'm more of a Dr. Quinn medicine woman, man. She's a turtles fan. That's. One star. You know what? I believe that. I could get I like that, that role reversal right there. It's good. <laughs> it's gotta be it. It's like I was watching all these reruns of Murder, She Wrote. My mom was upstairs watching the turtles. She wants to watch turtles. I want to get that early bird special. I gotta I found out what Angela Lansbury's at. <laughs> My mom sucks. One star. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what he's saying. <laughs> Basically. Like, yeah, it makes my mom happy, but what in the fuck do I care about that? The last one I have. Because, yeah, there's still nothing. Yeah. From October 24th, 2014. It's called One Star. It says, no review. Just moved it to cart for purchase. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 How many people found that helpful? One person. Yeah. You better make that two. You found it helpful? Oh, very. Brian moved to cart, one star. Not a review. Not a review. Just moved it to cart. You're, you're not wrong one that this star. is not a review. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I find that helpful. Don't worry, this isn't a review. Just one star for being in my cart. Brian, what are we watching next week? Next week, it's my birthday. Put on your pointy hats. Put on, yeah, your, your little, celebratory your little hats. cone hats. Yeah, make sure the... they got the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on them. Yeah, because we're going to keep the ooze going. We're talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. 995. Yeah. Brian's choice. Brian's birthday choice. Damn right it is. I'm very excited. I'm very glad to hear it. Very, very excited. Oh, boy. That's... I am going to be in a state of inebriation that I probably haven't been in since Howard the Duck. Well, that's silly. You should enjoy it. It's I a good movie. Well, punch me in the chest. Call me putty. The... It'll be great. Ooze. <laughs> you ooze, you lose. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, remember. I hate it. We'll oh, get there. Okay. Okay. No, next, next be, week. It'll be that's great. That's for next week. That's for next week. All this month, we're doing UBU instead of UB3. You get on Facebook and vote for what movie you want to hear us talk about. Got a whole mess of movies there that you can choose from. Speaking of UBU, the sneak peeks in the VHS release of this movie, they had two. Step Kids, which I don't know what that is, but the other movie, Suburban Commando. Oh, damn it. I just heard a Ginger Skull 
Yeah, so I'm actually going to I'm going to count that as a vote from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, for Cerber. Is that four for votes Cerber or is that just kind of that's one vote, one collective? We'll call it one collective okay. just to keep things right, even. We don't make the rules. Right. They make themselves apparently. But uh, that's going to move Suburban Commando up in the in the running. So if you don't want to <laughs> listen to the Ginger Skull or us talk about Suburban Commando, get on Facebook and vote. <laughs> Very fair. And while you're there, you can like and follow us. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Cape Podcasters. If you have any questions or comments, you can email them to us at capepodcasters at gmail.com. And don't forget to throw us a rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, while you're throwing stuff, just whatever direction you want. All willy-nilly. Ernie Reyes Jr. has recently run into some health problems. As of a few years ago, at least, he is in need of a kidney. Right. We said he sucks in this movie, but he's still a human being. Still a human. Maybe maybe support him. He's got a GoFundMe page where he's looking for $75,000 in order to support this new kidney fund, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're at $74,435, so they're awfully damn close. Oh, wow. So It's only been, like, what, three years since they three started years. it? He, uh, the last thing he said was 51 months ago when it started. He said, thanks for the support, but if we don't get that other $500, he's going to die. So it's on you, listeners. That's dark. Yeah, it's real dark. That's real no, dark. <laughs> if you want... Support the man. Yeah, if you want to help this guy who sucked in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a kidney. That's He needs a kidney. <laughs> Come so, down to earth for yeah. a second. Let's, yeah. We'll post that to Facebook as well. Yeah. So we'll see you next week for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Same pod time. Same pod sewer. Well, Dave, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. What do you think happens after the credits? What I think happens after the credits is you have Super Shredder. Mm-hmm. He's underneath that deck, the pier. Yeah. And he's swinging his big old fists around with his heavy things. And he goes, this is not working. Razar, Taka, join. And they, they, three of them are now standing there. Sure. And he goes, fellas, masks off. Shredder takes off his helmet. And it's Kevin Nash. Yeah. Razar takes off his helmet. And it's Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Ooh. Taka takes off his helmet, and it's Scott Hall. Of course And it all is. you hear is, hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Wolfpack style, baby. I love it. Ow! I love it. Hey, yo. What do you think happens post-credits? I think we go back to the nightclub, and somebody in the crowd picks up this canister of ooze, and they're like, what the hell is this? And they're like, ah, I don't care. They throw it at the stage. And it lands on Vanilla Yes! Yes! And he's taken aback. He kind of falls over. And his security, as they're wont to do, rush the crowd and start trying to beat everybody up. Their move, their MO. Meanwhile, on the stage, something's happening. There's a change occurring. Vanilla Ice stands up, back to the crowd. Stomp, clap. Stomp, stomp, clap. Stomp, clap. Stomp, stomp, clap. (laughs) He turns into Freddie Mercury. Oh, jeez. I thought you were going to say it turns into Vanilla Glacier. (laughs) 